1: And welcome back to Spin the Rally Pod. Where are we this time, David Evans? It's just me, by the way, and David Evans this week. But where are we, David? Well, We're somewhere. in Brighton. We're in Brighton. Yeah. We're in Brighton. But maybe not the Brighton that most of our listeners might be thinking about. Where's this Brighton? South Island, New Zealand. How beautiful is it?
2: It's very beautiful. A bit yeah. cloudy. A very little beautiful. bit cloudy, and
1: it, it has gone a bit wintry today, hasn't it?
2: We- Autumnal.
1: Yes, that's a better one. Yeah, definitely it is the not wintry. Yeah. Yeah, but yesterday our first day of competition the reason we're here by the way folks otago rally wonderful wonderful rally uh in the south island based in dunedin in the south island of new zealand that dog
2: called again over there
1: that's an airedale they're really lovely dogs my aunt and uncle had two of them and they were called pasture and not, jojo it's
2: a funny looking dog though isn't it, airedale. Uh, it, is looks it a, a bit boxy on the head
1: mm, yeah a bit boxy wiry. the wiry, wiry coats they're quite big for a terrier as well it's a beautiful really? dog uh, yeah, there's someone directing rally cars up there. A lot of rally cars going in. Yeah, the the Otago Rally, David. Uh, your first time down here. It's um, it's a special event, isn't it? It's
2: been it, great. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, obviously, we've been working closely with the organisers, uh, and they invited us down. They've uh, they've brought us down to to work with them, and it's it's been an absolute joy, hasn't it? We've been here for the three or four days. A little bit jet-lagged once we could figure out what day of the week it was. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it is. It, the, the thing is, Colin. you know, you think you know New Zealand because you know. You think you know rallying in New Zealand because we've been coming to rally New Zealand off and on for a long time. Mm. More off than on recently. Obviously, we were here in Auckland in October. Was it October last year? I think it Some was, yeah. yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. And, but, and we've got to know Auckland, Raglan, Hamilton, all of that area really well. But you were down here in nineteen. I'd never be I've been here on holiday, but I'd never been here for the rally. Um and you kinda of think, oh New Zealand, it's got to be all about a cambered roads, this, that, and the other. And this is completely different. Mm. And we've seen three or four really distinct, distinctly different kinds of stages. Mm. Uh and it's just it's been an absolute joy. It's always good. You know, we love going and seeing new rallies, new adventures. Um, and this has very much been one of those. The competition, competition's not super, super, super hot. Obviously, Hayden Padden is kind of a, still a reasonably long way ahead of everybody else. Um, <laughs> reasonably
1: long way is, is is quite an understatement. He's, you know, he is a world class driver in a field of aspiring drivers, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's um, exactly. So, the way so, can put it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Listen, the roads, as you say. Um, what's great about the Otago Rally is the uh, the choice of roads that they have and, and you know they can mix things up because there are so many great roads around here and you know the roads they choose affect the character of the rally but they're all great roads mm-hmm. you know this time around saturday yesterday day one we went north to omaru and then we went inland oh i don't know about 50 60ks and they were just the most incredible roads and what we discovered it's a road that we drove during the recce the dancy pass stage and you and i were we getting dead excited mm-hmm. about it it actually did feature in the World Rally Championship. 1973, when the, the World Championship came down south, that was one of the stages. Uh, but they're different. The but other, that was they're, we, apparently we used,
2: I didn't realise this until today, we used the shortened version. Right. There was a much, much longer version right. um, that went kind of all the way down the mountain the other side and partly through the valley or something. But, yeah, and, and it, it was genuinely, you know, a world-class mm. stage. And this is the thing. There's a Jeff Judd, one of the drivers here, uh, in the classic rally, obviously there are there are very. There's the Asia Pacific Championship round rally, Asia Pacific Rally New Championship, Zealand rally New
1: Championship. Zealand Championship.
2: Rally Championship, and then there's a classic rally. So and three. then there's
1: something else. What are the, the Subarus? These Subarus H6. are a separate H6 yeah. class or something. There's a lot of them heading into the into the finish now. Uh, yeah, that, that stage, David. You going to say, talk about Dancy's pass? It's it. You know, it was it was very reminiscent as we drove through, and you said that the snow had been on the stage a day or two earlier. And you could see that the grass, and it was almost pampas grass, wasn't it? Yeah. It was very similar to Argentina, but the, the actual stage itself was just beautiful. And a really testing, tricky stage, but very, very open countryside. Uh, but it
2: did, and the, the kind of nature of the road and the look of the road against the blue sky, it did, it did really give you that feel of Argentina absolutely. or South America. Uh, and it was, there was two distinct... What is that? That's a, I don't know. Photon? Um, photon sort of jeep thing so there's a lot you of these see lot...
1: Some, you see some really different cars down but here but you know what you? there's a lot of chinese new chinese manufacturers yeah. and some of them you know, we, we, we okay sanyong what was sanyong that's korean isn't it um remember when they they started out a few years ago but they brought out some really ugly things yeah remember that one know, that was, that was bo- based on air. a boat um, but there's some what really nice... What
2: was that, nice Gary Monty? That was the Chinese. The Link... link links. Linky, Linky, link.
1: Linky, Dinky, Rinky, wrong. Linky, <laughs> was, something like that. All right. uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the stages here uh, and the, the roads are really spectacular. We've almost had two different rallies. Yesterday, as I say, up around Omaru, round about an hour and a half, hour and three quarters from the base in Dunedin North. Uh, and it was open, it was a little bit more flowing. We've come... Oh, I don't know, 30 k south of Dunedin today in the forest, in the pine forest and yeah. it's a different rally, different challenge, it's been really slippery and that I think but, is the great thing about this. But it's this. not, today I would say there's three different Well yeah, that's true actually, yeah.
2: the, the gorge stage, the yeah. forest stage yeah. and then Curry Bush the final stage, which yeah. is back into that more, much more traditional kind. Of, no, you wouldn't call it moorland but it's kind of open fields in places with a bit more camber uh, a, a very different more of a northland kind of stage yeah um but ah just brilliant and dancy's pass, you know we raved about it with all of the drivers and and asked them you know how how much fun is it how much can you enjoy it and almost overwhelmingly they said yeah it's nice it's good but it doesn't flow in the same Mm. way and it doesn't because it was quite stop start it's hard to get a rhythm when you come in over these crests and into some really sort of tight corners where Mm. you would prefer the road to flow a bit more but the thing that blew us away was the view of the southern alps wasn't it as we were as we were climbing up the mountain the mountains were just pinging into view and it was absolutely stunning and and that's the point is that we were blown away by a the fact that you could do some skids on the gravel surface but also the view setting the view yeah the drivers are not really paying a huge amount of attention to that no
1: no well if they are they're in trouble i guess you know they shouldn't really be looking out the side window too much uh yeah no it was amazing it really was amazing um do you know what? One of the features of this rally, David, we'll, we'll start talking about uh, the um, the Escort, the Rosendale Escort. Uh, it, it has grown into a bit of a legend, doesn't it, the Rosendale totally. Escort? Uh, and it is, you know, we did a video on it last year. And you can find that video on our YouTube channel about the world's most famous Mark II Escort. And it's a reasonable <laughs> title for it. It's been driven by some of the world's very, very best drivers. You know, Michel Mouton's driven it and... You're Marco Martin's driven at Ari Vattenen, Jimmy McRae, Mads Osberg. Uh, the, the, the list is, is, is quite huge. remarkable. Yeah, it is. Um, and this year, Miko Havnen, who Miko has been trying to get out to this event for quite some time, it's fair to say. Covid and various other things have gotten in the way. Um, but I'll tell you what we'll do, because uh, you and I have a, uh, already discussed a little bit about how good the stages are out here. Shall we just hear from Miko? Yeah, let's talk Let, Let's hear can. from Miko and hear what he had to say about the rally.
3: Oh, you, you should have been in the end of the last stage really what happened at the end of the last stage michael no, i was still shaking after the stage bloody hell it's just, it's a scary one like when you uh like i thought before the stage that you know my notes may not be absolutely perfect but i tried to give it a go anyway a bit of a sunday drive now. there was one one fifth gear corner where i was because it's so crucial here to be in the right side of the camber and I wasn't. Fifth gear, just fully sideways,
1: just hoping for the best. Then I just calmed down and, OK, let's not throw it in the bin. We spoke to you an hour and a half, two hours ago, and you said you would take it easy through there. What happened? I mean, it was still easy. I think uh, the record is 18 against faster
3: than I did, so you can go a hell of a lot quicker than what I did, but still, going first time,
1: it's a scary one. Because, you know, it's been two magnificent days. How much fun have you had out there? So much, so much. You know, it's uh,
3: the stages are so enjoyable to drive, and uh, you know I love old historic cars like this. And the, ra- the car was running perfectly, but really good to drive. Uh, and uh, you know I never experienced doing stages like that with a car like this, so you know, I definitely want to do it
1: again. It was really enjoyable. In terms of the stages here, where do they rank? How good are they, in your opinion, in terms of stages around the world? They are good, I have to say. Like we. It's the finn we
3: always try to claim that we have the best roads in the world but bloody hell you know like it's uh i would say that the best ones are around here it's uh you can't say that they're not going to let you back into finland now that's it No well, that. just need to move down here <laughs> what can we do but they are really nice like we always said in uh back in the wrc times as well like that it's really there's such a nice flow it's fast and there's twisty sections but with all the camper there is you can carry so much speed through and uh the roads stay in very good condition. You don't need to worry about ruts or, or holes or rocks, really, or anything. You can just enjoy
1: driving, so they are absolutely perfect. And they've loved watching you out here. You've had a great reception, haven't you? The fans have absolutely loved seeing you. Yeah, it's been great to great to be here, and,
3: uh, and a big thanks to all the people, Brent and uh, the whole Rossendale team as well, to, to run the car smoothly and uh you know give it a go for me so uh really big thanks to them as well
1: Oh, jeez oh jeez I, I hate to know i hate to think how miko's going to get on with his his Finnish rallying fraternity when he goes home david saying that these stages are better than but finland I, some praise though isn't it i i remember though years ago probably back in 2012
2: when we had last uh, what was then the FIA rally director, Yamo Mahanen, mm. saying exactly the same. And it really pained Yamo to say it, because, you know, proud Finn, absolutely, they love their roads, Oinapoya, and all of that. It's the best place in the world. But you do come down here, and it does give you something else. It, it really does. It's, it, the roads here have to be seen to be believed. And in a couple of places, we found some of that camber. Mm. And the speed that you can, we, obviously we haven't, but the speed as a rally driver that you can carry through there. Uh, it, it's sensational. One of the the, the people that we have talked a lot to this weekend is triple world champion BMX rider Sarah Walker, mm. who is doing a rally for the first a time.
1: Doing e rally oh, for E-rally. the first, first time. E rally. It's first time part. ever. And, yeah.
2: sh- and she was saying, you know, sometimes you would get that feeling when you hooked your BMX bike up and mm. everything had worked, and she said you just got the feeling that everything was good. Mm. And she said, you know, it's the same in 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 a rally. And when you get these cambered corners. And you've absolutely nailed it. You've carried as much speed as you possibly can, and a, and a cambered corner is essentially a berm uh, for a, BM, a BMX or or a bike. When you get that kind of compression in the middle of the corner, the, the feeling is amazing. So oh, you,
1: you can feel it in a road car almost. You know? Yeah. You, you know the, the, the limits, the speed limits on these roads are 100 kilometers an hour, um, and you know that's way way fast enough to actually get a really good feeling for how the cambers can suck you into a rhythm. And, you know, it's almost hypnotic. Once you get into a good, twisty, cambered section, it almost takes you out of the car. It's yeah. an out-of-body experience, David. You're getting very Hamimikula Oinipoya now, well, aren't But it is. It is, and I'm doing... You know, yeah. I can feel it. I can almost feel myself <laughs> there floating in. And as you see, that compression as you come in and you ride the berm out, and then it just... You know, it cambers across into a... You a left hander? Oh, it's just. What are you doing with your hands? Well, now? I was, I was, I was, I was. I was vis- <laughs> you know, really the skiers do it before they go down the slopes. Yeah. I was kind of visualising my well, way you're through. you doing
2: it with a cup of coffee in your hand. It was, it was a little trick. <laughs> you're quite <screen> right. right. <laughs> it was only
1: really one hand, but yeah, you're you're right. Um, and and it was great fun seeing Sarah. She's, she, she, you know, she's not absolutely new to rallying because she she was dead into her um, computer games when she was younger and she was a huge fan of Colin McRae Rally. Um, but it's been just great to watch. She's clearly a world-class athlete. Yeah. Uh, and she's got discipline, she's got skill. The preparation, she's got, the yeah, mental ab, approach. She's got all everything. of those things. Yeah. But, my me, yeah. but my goodness me, she's enjoyed this experience. A huge smile on her face all weekend. Even even when she dropped it in the second stage this morning. Yeah. And she slipped off, didn't crash? Uh, she slipped off.
2: A horrendously slippery section uh, with a load of grass. And talking to Hayden about this, this section, it caught out Jack <sighs> Hawkswood and many, many of the other drivers. I said to Hayden, you know, did could you see that coming? And he said, yeah, you can. He said, it's experience. He could see that there was a lot of grass on the top of the road. Uh, there was some overnight rain. So when you factor in those two things, you're ready for it. Yeah. Um, and Sarah said as she was coming down, it was quite a big, wide open sort of S um, section. And she kind of felt it coming, breaking after a high-speed section into the first part of that S complex Second part, she just lost it. Yeah, and, there was and then it was about mitigating.
1: She and yeah. again, it just shows the 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 the, you know, the experience she's got with it, the BMX and dealing with situations. She knew it was coming. She said it was it was coming slowly. She knew yeah. it was coming, and what it was all about. The minute she realised it was going wrong, was mitigating, keeping it as down to a minimum. Massive yeah. rock in front of them. How do I avoid the rock? How do Making I avoid it the trees?
2: Smaller accident as, as she could. And and
1: yeah. you know, she did a great job. Okay, she was stuck. But they got that car out, yeah. and, uh, and okay, they, they bend a little bit of the suspension, but it only took them 15 minutes to sort it. And she's yeah. back out for the last two stages.
0: When and you came into that grassy area, and you're like, okay, getting the feel for it, okay, it's not too bad, but those two corners, just, they felt different again, and it was just like ice, you just hit it. There was someone who, like I was the ninth car on, there was someone in the eight before me yeah. that had gone off that corner, And gone round the boulder and back on the track because the boulder had been moved. So (laughs) we want to know who that was. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah,
1: someone very lucky. That's crazy. They've got the car out now, so there's not an awful lot of damage to it clearly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I scrubbed off quite a bit of speed. Like I was in second by the time we were slowing down to go in there. (laughs) Um, We did roll up onto the side completely and then back down onto our wheels. So that was a bit of fun.
1: When we talked to you before the event, you said the kind of similarities with, between BMXing and rallying are... Yeah. You can't think. Y- yeah. y- it has to be instinctive. Yeah. Those are the situations where you know, you have to trust your instincts in what you're doing. And that's where it's really testing, I suppose, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so my, my instinct was just, like, scrub off as much speed as I could because I'm going. Like, I don't think there was anything I could have done to save it. Um, talking with Grant, I think he agrees with me. But, yeah, it was kind of... Uh, it was just... The similarities to BMX, like that, when it's going wrong, everything goes slow motion. And you're like, oh, like, here we go, bracing, can I do anything? Where are we putting it? I saw the boulder there and I was just like, please don't hit that. (laughs) Because if we hit that, that's going to be pretty bad, but we managed to pull up early.
1: You know, for for mere mortals like myself and David, you know those situations would scare scare the pants off us. Uh, you you're you're looking the whole time to mitigate, to make it as as you know the least least impact that you can.
0: Yeah. So I I just wanted it to not be as bad as it like. I'm like we're crashing. Let's try and like make this a nice <laughs> the <laughs> nicest possible crash I could do. Because I'm not, I'm, I was so, am still not ready to finish, finish today. So I, when I crashed, I was so gutted, I was devastated.
1: I think you're being a wee bit hard on yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to call that a crash. I'm going to call that an off. Yeah. I think it was a, it was a controlled off rather than a crash. Is that reasonable? Was it a crash? <laughs> He's <laughs> calling it a crash.
0: Well, I've missed some stages, so yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a decent enough crash that I couldn't get back on the road and, and rejoin.
1: We're hearing that yeah, the first one was really impressive and you, b- you beat a couple of the more established drivers through the first one.
0: Yeah I actually doing the recce on that first stage today I was a bit nervous because it's quite quite narrow through there and yeah. you've got to be pretty precise. There's a bank on one side and a cliff off the other and I'm like yeah I don't want to go that way or that way Um but I the surface was really nice so I I felt as I started I was going to take it a bit easy but then I was like actually I'm um, able to build a bit more, and I, I felt pretty comfy, actually.
1: That's the stage, isn't it, with the cambers on it? Because there's not been That's a lot absolutely. of camber. There's a bit of camber in that one. You can get into a nice rhythm if you find the confidence, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, so uh, I felt pretty good on that stage. I actually got to the end and was like, oh, huh, I went a lot faster than I thought I was going to. <laughs> um, and probably maybe I carried too much confidence from that through to the next one, but even before we started that stage, they said that the grassy area was very slippery. And so I had that in my head too, and I was not going full speed, and I still still slipped out on those, yeah.
1: But back out for the next two, it looks like the car is going to be repaired. Back out for
0: the you
1: last, Curry bush is one that you've got to do, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely, but it, it kind of, it made me feel like, sorry to everyone else that crashed in the corner with me, but like, it made me feel a lot better that <laughs> I wasn't the only one. And even before they crashed, like seeing people really struggling with it, I was like, all right. It's not just a, a full rookie thing. It's actually other people are struggling with that. So it's not too bad. I'm, I'm doing okay. You're
1: doing really well. Enjoy the next two. We'll watch you with interest through Kuribu.
0: Thank you. I, I might be going a bit slower than <laughs> I would have.
2: <laughs> I'm talking to her in the run-up to the event, the one thing that obviously the last, last year was Hamish Bond, the gold medal um, rower was here. And Doing she said, you know, she really wanted to, to beat Hamish Bond. Um, but then equally, she said, as much as I want to beat a fellow Olympian, I want to beat oh. some of the actual
1: rally oh drivers. Oh, my God, you and... didn't see? Look at that ice cream that's just come out of that shop. Yeah. You didn't see anything about those that beautiful a ice creams. was Raspberry Ripple
2: or something, wasn't it? A triple Raspberry Ripple.
1: Um, uh, and, and it was
2: really important to her to beat some of the actual rally mm. drivers, which she did in the first stage this morning, which... Was a real achievement Oof. because that was the, the, the Gorge stage mm. where gorge. I mean, it was unbelievably yeah. no. narrow, technical, twisty, Hellier. with mm. you know a rock face on the left and drop into oblivion on the right. Um, and she beat some of that. She's mm. driving one of these H6 Subarus, which is completely new to us. And you'll be able to see a video on Dirtfish uh, in the week about what these cars are. It's kind of a one make championship, so it's essentially a, a stock Subaru Impreza old shaped shell with the six-cylinder outback engine in the front. So there's no turbo, so you're not creating the heat and potentially the unreliability in the in the engine. Uh, st- standard transmission, five-speed transmission, um, and just a remarkable car for not a huge amount of cash. No, no, uh, no. She, so she's been driving one of those. And she was beating some of the, the regulars in those, in, in those H6 Subarus.
1: Again, that's another initiative that we see from this rally is, you know, the, the willingness and desire to bring athletes, sportsmen and women from other disciplines and introduce them to our sport. And that's, that's great. There's, there's such a wonderful positive effect from that. You know, it, it's not just introducing Sarah Walker or the, what was the rowing chap? Hamish Bond. Hamish Bond mm. to the sport. It's all the people that follow their exploits around but the world that are seeing rallying for the first time. I think it's a great idea. But as an
2: ingenuity call at this end of the world. Mm. You know, stuff is not quite so readily available... They have available to try harder. ...as it is in Europe. Yeah. So they have to look around yeah. at what they've got and what they can create yeah. and what they can put together. And that's across the board. Yeah. You know, you will find people who will go and make a dining table yeah. or, you know, far, far more. They're far more resourceful people mm-hmm. down here. And that's exactly what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Mark Smith, the guy who smithy who is is creating these cars yeah just brilliant you know he spotted an opportunity jokingly wondered oh would the outback engine fit in there it'd be really reliable let's give it a go bolt Dang. it into the bell housing away we go mm. uh and it's created a, a fantastic class of rallying um that gives people a really cost-effective way in mm. it's that's another part of the joy of coming to new zealand is you see things from a, a very different perspective oh absolutely uh, and we've seen that and you see that more you know. As much with Hayden Padden uh, as with anybody, Padden is one of the most resourceful people in our sport. You know, he understands exactly what's needed from the car, what's needed to succeed. He understands from his career perspective where he's at. Yeah. And and the way his career is evolving now is is really yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, you know, Hayden Padden, obviously the the very very clear favourite before this event, and he he's shown us all all weekend why he was that favourite. You know, the only thing that was going to stop Padden was was reliability, but he, as you say, he's built reliability into that car wonderfully well, and he was impressive. And you know, you might ask the question, why why is he still doing this? Well, he's still doing it because it's again great for the sport. You know, it's it's. Um, you, know, he's, he's a he's a world class driver, and he's still a world class driver, and he's a massive draw in this part of the world. You yep. know, you have Hayden Padden on your entry list, your start list, and you'll double your your crowds that are coming to the rally, and you'll double the interest, and you'll take the interest worldwide with it. And you know, Paddon comes out to challenge himself in these events. Mm. He's got a bigger challenge ahead of him this year. and It started brilliantly with that win in Portugal, but you know, he's looking at the ERC, the European Rally Championship, and he'll be right there or thereabouts come the end of the year. And these type of events, you know, at the pace that he's doing in this event, uh, you know, it sets them up nicely. It's all preparation. Uh, it, and, uh, more, than, more than ever, you know,
2: because in years gone by, we've seen him driving an AP4 car, which he's, he's built from his own company. But how relevant is that to when no. you pop him back to Europe to drive a Not at all. A, a Rally 2 car? But yeah. now he's got his own Rally 2 car mm-hmm. down here. So he's working constantly to give himself yeah. actual seat time that, that really is, is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And it means something and it's helping him um, mm-hmm. in, his, in his objective of winning European Championship. So he's, he's great. And I think he, we've talked a lot over the last two days about... Is it right that he's still here? You know, he won the first stage or second, the, the long forest seconds. stage. But, you know, he was two Just, minutes yeah. ahead at the end of Saturday. Is that a disincentive to people coming to do the championship? Talk to some of the drivers. It is. Of course it is, because they want to win. <sighs> they don't want to be fighting for second. But it's always giving. We were talking to Blair. What's Blair's surname? Blair uh, Blair Bartle. Bartles. Lovely the, guy. the guy who who was in charge of the championship inspired
1: to wear shorts by by you, yeah. Uh, and he, him he <laughs> when he was nine years old. Apparently, he was remember. saying that you know,
2: yes, Hayden is um, another level. Yeah. But he said, you look back now, two or three years ago, and the guys who were coming up, the Harry Pettigrews, or Robbie Stokes, these kind of people, and now beating the stage times yeah. that that um, that Hayden set two or three years ago. So he is bringing drivers in this part of the world, on, and he's developing. New Zealand rallying. And there's no resentment, David. People no, there's aren't, not. People aren't these Absolutely youngsters not. like, as you say,
1: Pettigrew and no. Stokes and, and the others. You know, they're not coming in and saying, oh, God, I wish he wasn't here. No. You know, they're, they're, they're saying, what can we learn from him, which is yeah. the way it has to be. Do you know what? And and you mentioned the, the business model he's setting up. He's running five cars here. That side of things is developing. It's huge. And it huge? reminds me so much, seeing him yesterday, getting out of his car, quick look at his car, and then going, checking on his customers. It reminds me so much of Roger Fogali mm. in the Middle East in Lebanon. As a, but as a and, whole, load, and,
2: you know, Malcolm and, and, well, Wilson. Well, Malcolm,
1: no, yeah, and, and Roger's still competing, and Roger's almost unbeatable on the rally of Lebanon. Um, but the youngsters who are coming through in the Middle East, they don't resent him. You know, they actually yeah. the, the fact they can compete on the rallies with these great superstars, it gives like you somebody to shoot at. Doesn't it, it? it gives you somebody to shoot at and someone to learn from, and I and I can see. See that happening here. But
2: fundamentally as well, you know, the thing that you can't get away from, and we talked to with Hayden a lot about essentially what are you still doing here, and he said, I enjoy driving. Right. You know, he, he's from Cromwell, which is two and a half hours away from here. Why the heck wouldn't he well, come and drive on, as he describes, the world's best roads in a pretty tasty line.
1: And as Miko described earlier, the world's best roads. Tell you what, I think it's about time we heard from the man himself. Let's hear from Hayden Padden. Many congratulations on the win here. Win number 10 on the Otago. That's quite some achievement.
4: Yeah, it's a good number. It's uh, probably a personal goal of mine to try and get that number. So uh, there's a bit of pressure on because you know you've got a lot to lose, uh, I guess, in that respect. But uh, no, good weekend, really clean. team's done an amazing job, car ran faultlessly. Uh, learned a lot about the car this weekend, so um, yeah, hopefully more to come.
1: We know that you're continually pushing yourself to achieve more, to, to improve your driving. How did this stack up in terms of your driving this weekend?
4: Oh look, we kept it clean in the middle of the road. Um, you know, we, in these sort of situations, you don't want to take any unnecessary risks because we want the car to come back straight as well. So you do dial it back a, 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 an edge if you like, but you're only talking a, a few tenths here and there. But um, all in all, still pushing hard enough to make the car work and to learn. Uh, but for sure, as I say, my, you know, once we go back to Europe, we've got to lift the bar uh, even higher, and this is what helps us do that.
1: There's a lot of people around the world discovering the Otago Rally, maybe for the first time this week. What, in your view, makes it so so special?
4: Uh, everything. The atmosphere, the, the whole town community gets behind it, the stages, but such a huge variety of stages between day one and day two. You've got some tricky forestry stuff, the weather always plays a part of it, uh, and you've got some of the most famous stages in New Zealand, so um, everyone should come down here. It's, for me, it's always my favourite rally of the, of the year, uh, and uh, it'd be great to see more uh, internationals come down, not only in the classic rally, but maybe even come give it a crack in the main rally and, and uh, give it a, a good shot up the front. We've heard Nico
1: say that these roads are even better than Finland's roads.
4: Well, that's good to hear from, from a finish, but uh, yeah, like uh, everyone that comes here always lo- uh, loves the roads. I've never got anything bad to say. Um, yeah, surely there's some, some challenging stages out there, but us rally drivers, we, we, don't, we don't want it too easy. You've got to have some challenging stuff as well. So, now the more people that come down and, and get to experience it for themselves, I'll so we'll see that as well. Well, listen,
1: many congratulations. You've been magnificent as always this week. The best of luck with your endeavours in Europe for the rest of the year.
4: Great, thanks so much. See you over there.
1: So, yeah, congratulations to Hayden. And (laughs) remarkably, John Kennard's been on the verge of retirement for the past decade, He's
4: never going to retire.
1: He ain't, is he? No. Him and the likes of Denny Jurady, they just love the challenge. They love going quick. And I don't think they'll... I genuinely don't think they will ever lose that.
2: No, No, absolutely not. John's had the opportunity to to stop, you know, when um, when Seb Marshall got in the car. It looked like that could be it. And then uh, things changed around quite quickly. And John was back. Talking to him in the in the Octagon on Friday evening at the ceremonial start, which was everything you <laughs> wanted it to be, it was an absolutely brilliant atmospheric occasion. John said, I'm just enjoying it, yeah. still enjoying it. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, 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 still getting the, a
1: thrill from it.
2: And he's still at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. no, it's great.
1: It was something different. So, you, you, the, the ceremonial start here was great. Um, and again, for me, it says a lot, you know, about the right venue for the right rally. You know, we. Yeah. we, we we talk a lot in the World Championship. You know, we went to Auckland. You know, we, we go to these enormous cities. We, for me, I'm not entirely convinced by that. You come to somewhere the size of Dunedin and the city embraces the rally. It doesn't matter where you go in Dunedin, everyone knows the rallies here. Yeah. Everyone supports the rally. It's a fantastic size place to base a rally of this stature. The other thing I've loved about this week in Dunedin for the Otago rally is the super-special. It is so simple, and you completely hit the nail on the head last night. You know, we're, we're wanting to introduce, what are super specials about? They're not about traditional rallying, you know, because that happens in the gravel stages, in the forests, yeah. on the hills. We know that. It's about making a spectacle, making it easy for people who maybe haven't yet discovered the joys mm. of our sport to say, wow, I want to know a little bit more about this. Describe that super special. It's
2: three corners. Isn't it? It's a left, 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 and then a big, a long,
1: left. sweeping hairpin left.
2: And that's the point, you know. People were there were thousands of people up on that. Thousands, train, and they're they're going to see a Mark II Escort coming around, cocking the front, the the left front wheel with smoke pouring off the rear. Nice
1: and wide, plenty of room for the boys to hang it out and the you know
2: and girls. Your, your mates from from in the Aussie V8s just making oh. a huge amount of noise, doing big skids, and it just as a as a person who's never seen the sport before it takes your breath away it really Um, does because then after that spectacle you then got hayden and ben hunt and all of these guys in, in the rally 2 cars coming around Equally as spectacular, but just a little bit quicker. It was just a brilliant introduction that was 500 meters away from the city centre
1: and dead simple, dead, dead simple. And don't don't make it too narrow. Make it nice and wide. Give the guys and girls a chance to put their cars sideways, and it was wonderful. Got to say, we're talking about guys and girls. That's the other thing that I really struck me first time I was here, and it's been reinforced on this trip. Is you know just how wonderfully inclusive the Otago Rally is. You know it's, 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 it's families that are doing this event. We've got a family of co-drivers, the Hudsons, four of them, mum, Dad, son and daughter. and it's families that come rallying here. There are so many women involved in this rally at every single level. you know Emma Gilmore right up there with a rally two car, right down to the um, you know the, the boys and girls in the Subarus. Yeah. at the back of the field you know I counted up last time I think it was 40% David it wouldn't surprise me if it was more than that this time and it's but percentage of of, of, of women inv- of ladies involved yeah and it's yeah. it's it's just remarkable they're doing something so right here yeah. so right we have all of these initiatives around the world and they are to be supported and applauded um, but there's, a, there's, there's, there's almost a blueprint print already for making it work, and it's this one. But it's just the Kiwi way, isn't it? I guess it is. It, I guess you know, it is, yeah.
2: The, there isn't any of that kind of stigma attached to, to girls doing what girls... It's not, the, it's not it's,
1: your dad and, and the lad are off for the weekend, you no, guys stay at home. Not. it's not. The complete, whole family I, go out and, and The whole family, yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, it's, no, it's great.
1: I love it. And it just... You know, we talk a lot about the atmosphere around this event and the special atmosphere, and that... I think, is one of the major contributing factors to the atmosphere here. In yeah. fact, it's not a male-dominated environment. It's not no. a testosterone fueled environment. No, everybody's out for a good time. Good time. And a family-oriented yeah. time. And yeah.
2: It, and you've got to talk about We can't stop without talking about Roger and Norman Oakley. Roger Norm. These are the two brothers who are the absolute driving force behind this event. Norman is the clerk of the course. Roger's the guy in charge of all of the promotion. Um, and... They the between them they do an exceptional job. Yeah, they really it's, do. The, we talked a little bit about Dunedin there. It, the the place is totally taken over by the rally. You can't move without knowing this rally is on in this town this weekend. it's absolutely, it's absolutely fantastic. It's been for me, it's been a real find.
1: So, David, your first time down here for a rally. Uh, tell me your <laughs> highlight of the week. What's it been? Other than and, the breakfast with me in that cafe the other morning, yeah, that which breakfast was, a real was,
2: highlight. was pretty special. Yeah. Um, I would have to say I thought it was going to be Dancy's Pass and then it's probably Bush. driving Bush, And just, as I said, when we drove through it two days ago, we have driven through a huge number of stages all around the world. Very fortunate to have done that. I can't remember the last time. We got to the end and we Uh, said, we've got to go back. We've got it and we went right back round and we did a second lap of it and it was just incredible. And we were driving at 40, 50, 60 kilometres an hour it's the most amazing bit of road. Yeah. Uh, so that would have to be the highlight for me.
1: Yeah, I'd I have to say, yeah, that was absolutely one of my highlights. My highlights, again, uh, for the weekend was really my uh, abiding memory from my first trip out here were the people. <laughs> and, you know, The roads are the best in the world. The cars are beautifully prepared. The competition is magnificent. But for me, it's the people that make this event. Uh, the welcome that you and I... Have enjoyed this week has been exceptional um, it's, and
2: it's a kiwi welcome it, and, it, know, really, amazing, really warm people.
1: warm kiwi welcome yeah. all weekend and, and and you know it's it's as you said it's, it's the other side of the world they try very hard in everything they do and you know they've made us feel really special uh being down here with them being their guests this weekend mm-hmm. it's been wonderful uh listen folks yep that was our our trip to the otago rally congratulations to everyone who took part who finished this event uh, we have enjoyed every single second of it. Uh, it's time, David, to jump on that big plane and head back to the other side of the world again. It is indeed, Cole. It's going to be another day sitting down. Another day sitting down. Another day watching movies and listening to podcasts. I'm
2: doing a bit of typing. And well. a bit of typing, because that's what
1: you do, folks. Thank you very much for once again joining us on Spin the Rally Pod.